0: Podcast. I'm your host, Tiara Bryant. And I'm Corinne Jones. And we are so super psyched. We have a boss, okay? We have a boss in the building, and we are so happy for her to come and share her gems
1: with us. Miss Cam, please introduce yourself to the people. Hey, y'all. My name is Cam Combs. I'm the owner of the Apostle Academy and many other ventures, but um, that is the prominent one at this point. I am so very grateful to be here. I thank you guys for the invitation and this is going to be a real dope ride. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes. We are so excited. So as you guys know, Cam, as the Apostle Teacher, the Apostle Coach, the Apostle Millionaire, out here putting her students on giving us the good gym. so we appreciate everything that you have contributed to the notary community as notaries as people who you know process apostles is just so important to learn from someone who is doing a damn thing so i just want to give you your flowers (laughs) thank you
1: (laughs) thank you so much
0: absolutely so you know we always like to start our first question all of our interviews off with
1: when did you know you could be an entrepreneur So that's a two-part question. I always knew I could be an entrepreneur, but I didn't know how to be one. So um, it's something that you learn after becoming an entrepreneur that you actually had no idea what you were doing. So I've, you know, I've (laughs) always known, I, I, I mean, it's serious, right? If there are enough fails, you have to sit down with yourself and say, wait a minute, so we're not doing something correctly." So I, I've always said I was a horrible employee. So you could probably say back to the first job I had, like, I don't like people dictating my time. That's actually one of my biggest pet peeves. And in jobs, you have to exchange your time for money and you have to be happy about it. So I was probably a horrible employee. Like, I, I believe when the sun comes out, um, I don't feel like I want to do this today. So I, could, I knew I couldn't build like my life and my future and my stability on a job because I'll give you about four solid months. And the minute you start acting, I'm quitting. Like I don't do two week notices, none of that, which was, you know, actually awkward because my fam, like I always had the quite good jobs. Like I always got good jobs. They were all high paying and people could not understand, like, why did you quit? Because they tried it. Like, and, and, I, and that's, you know, that's just who I am as a person, but I've definitely grown through entrepreneurship. So being a business owner, I now can appreciate a job. And if it ever came down to it, I will probably be the best employee at this point because I understand like the dynamics, and I understand the ability of create money. So it's not a have to be there. Like I'm there because I'm trying to get to this level and this is going to be the quickest way there. So I think I see life differently. So for me, it's a, it's a two-part question. I've probably always known that. But when did I get good at it? After I failed several times. Wow. That's a, that's a so Kim,
2: what, what was the biggest thing that has shifted in your mindset from when you started, even though you kind of always knew you could be one, Clearly, is in you. So, for where you are today and all your achievements and where you started, what has been the biggest mindset shift? For you? Failure, failure, failure. Is a, failure has a humbling way
1: of letting you know, like you, you ain't all that. You know what I'm saying? Like failure is something that is necessary, I think, in business ownership. And I think so many of us tend to avoid it. Like we don't want to fail, and and. It's really something that you can come back from quite easily, but it's something we always avoid. Like nobody wants to fail. I don't want to mess this up. And it's actually like my greatest wins have come off of my failures because like all of the ego is gone, right? We all have this big ass, e- excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh, no, but no, y- it's a have- safe space. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you know, every once in a while I go left. Let me say, I can cusses every once in a while. And sometimes the emphasis is needed with the customer, yes, but yes, ma'am. I'm going to try to be okay. All right. But- You know, we have these egos and we have this false sense of, you know, security, maybe in probably even like winning, right? We have this false sense. And when you fail, it's hard to hide a failure. And that's something that I came to understand. But it also was a huge, humbling experience for me. So I started to give myself permission to say, you know what? We don't know all of this. Like, okay, so we're not sure about this. And to also give myself time to let my process work. Like a lot of times we just speed pass and we go from zero to a hundred overnight. And one, you can't manage that. Two, you have no idea how to keep it going. And so if I didn't fail, if I didn't have to come back, if I didn't have to rebuild things and be like, okay, that was a bad move. Let me back up and figure out, I wouldn't be able to do this. Like, so failure was my greatest, that was what shifted my mindset. And it put me in a place of learning versus knowing. Mm. And that's a shift, that's
0: definitely a shift. Cause I think coming into like business ownership, you kind of, you feel like you have to know everything coming out of it it's almost like that's that's kind of where you get your confidence from like you said that's how you start to kind of feed into that ego and make yourself feel like you're ready when in actuality business ownership you ain't never ready you don't know what's coming on the other end of that line you don't know you know what type of customers you're going to encounter what type of challenges you're going to experience internally so i think you know just having that shift that dynamic is super helpful and fruitful for you in the long run but I really want you to uh, talk about a time because I love a good comeback story. And I think you hit the nail on the head just speaking about how failure really can project you and, you know, push you to success, your own version of success. So I would love to hear a, a story where you kind of saw that as a failure. And then you realized that it actually was a lesson to, you know, shift you to a better place in your business. So life, you know
1: what I'm saying? Life is, is, is a constant story of failing and coming back. Um, if you ask me why, I mean, or or one of them will probably be my initial year in business. Like everybody raves over like those initial posts about like, you know, the money I made in the first year, everybody's like, oh my God, I want that. What I don't tell you is I left like 40 to 60 grand on the table that year because I didn't know what I was doing. So I was back to even though I had made all that money, you know, what I'm saying on my own, I created it. And it's not a huge amount. Some people feel like they make more your business, not mine, to care less. However, coming off of making that, creating it. Right. So I created that money. Nobody handed that to me. So I had to hustle day in and day out. And then to start the next year. With zero in my business account because when I spent all my money, because of course I was balling at that time, um, I hadn't reinvested in my company. I'd half asked my company. I was when I didn't feel like answering the phone, I didn't. Such randomness, and so now you back to square one. So now I was like, where I could have been, okay, fifty or you know this amount ahead, I'm back to square one, and that was a huge humbling experience, and it was a comeback because it's like, okay. So now I don't just have to scale from here. I got to scale from zero again. At the Mm -hmm. same time, my personal life was falling apart. So it's like, now you got 10 times more pressure on yourself. And so you got to fix it. You have to fix it. And then the next year, it was like, you go from starting from scratch again to six figures. I was like, Okay. But this time I was scared to spend my money. I was like, girl, we ain't doing this again. So we're going <laughs> to hold on to some of this change. Like, we're going to use this and we're going to put everything else over here. Like, I, I was serious that time. I'm like, girl, I'm not going to keep starting over. This is too much stress.
2: <laughs> right. Wow. And I think, mm-hmm. like, for me and my business, I think from the, the moment I decided to to not keep a full time job, I have probably quit in my head a hundred times. And somehow I I get back in the game, I sleep on it, I try again. And so I realized it's not like I had all these major wins that kept me in, it's that I believe that there's something in me that can do it. So my question to you is how important to you is belief in self? And what do you think the missing ingredient is for entrepreneurs or those who strive to be that they quit as soon as they get out the gate? One, you want too much too fast. Most
1: entrepreneurs like, for me, I try to make a balance, right? With When you see entrepreneurs and you start to look up to people, one, I try to make sure that I have a human approach. I tell you about the wins and the losses because that's entrepreneurship. Um, I try to share with each of my students, like in mentoring, all of this, it's like, this is a process. You're going to have to come back time and time again. So if you get disappointed, you quit. Okay, you're going to have to start over. But the biggest thing is just, You have to do this for you. You can't do it for nobody else's income level, their wins, what their lives look like, because you'll constantly be disappointed. The other part about it is you got to learn to move in gratitude. So if you made two hundred dollars today, you need to be grateful for that two hundred dollars because it's somebody who lost two hundred dollars and they in the street behind it. So you'd have to learn to celebrate small wins. I learned that from my mentor. Like when I came into this, I was always like at the end of life, like I didn't understand processes and. I'm going to feel this way, and I, no one can prepare you for the emotional strain that comes with business ownership. Like, everybody is flexing, like, I'm a business owner, I'm a business owner. Nobody tell you about when you're crying in the corner, because your phone ain't rang all week, and now you're like, is the phone working? Let me check the bill. Did I pay this? Money? Like, what happened here? Like, what I was doing so well. So now we're crying in the corner, you ready to quit. I'm jumping off, I jump off of, um, you know, overpasses, not bridges anymore. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm gonna jump off the overpass so I can survive this, but life is over. I'm horrible at this, right? We are our own worst critics. So you have to do this for you. You can't do this for nobody else. You can't do it for the flex. You can't do it for the family because they're not gonna believe it it until you actually have some proof for it. So in the meantime, my family's like, "Girl, don't you wanna go back to healthcare? Like, that. You know you did so well in that, and I was like, no, I don't want to do that. But you have to deal with all of the outside stuff, so you got to be solid with you. And what I find, how you become solid is to figure out why you're even doing all of this. Like, is it just for the freedom of time? Okay, take some time off at work if that's all of it is. Mm-hmm. But if you are really looking to build something and scale it, you gonna have to understand one is long term, two, you're gonna have some huge wins and some huge losses, and so it has to be an internal decision. It can't just be something somebody told you to do. Yeah, man. So I'm someone who's
0: very big on gratitude. And it's funny because me and Corinne are in a mastermind. And in there, we always share our gems and our gratitude. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that is so super underrated. And Mm -hmm. it can change just the energy that you have around you, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like, all right, I'm grateful for this this piece of change that I got that I didn't have yesterday that I got today. We all right. know what tomorrow's going to bring, but somehow, when we start being grateful for the small change, then the big dollars start rolling in, mm-hmm. and then you know we we sometimes we switch up. So it's really just mm-hmm. about staying grateful through and through. And so mm-hmm. you know, you've reached a ma- you know massive success in everything that you're doing, the academy that you're building, your own apostle business, the students that you're pouring into, and so like. Do you have affirmations that you follow? Like, how do you stay locked in with your, you know, your level of gratitude or understanding to, you know, express gratitude? Like, how do you keep that at the forefront? Because, you know, you speak it, and it's so natural. Um, and for some other people, you know, it may just be a little bit more difficult. So, how do you, how do you show that and and pull that from your business and your day to day?
1: So, I have a huge level of spirituality. I I, I learn to check myself. When I'm moving low, I'm low vibrational. I know it. And I have to check myself. You know, I have to check myself. I have to say, you know what? That was real low vibrational. Let's take a step back. Let's rethink about this. And then I'm um, also, I never forget where I was three, four, five years ago. You know what I'm saying? I've never had a bad way in life. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'll come out the gutter and I, you know, I wore the dirty clothes. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not going to lie to you. But I've had to come back from a lot of financial challenges because I came into adulthood with horrible money relationships. So mm-hmm. I overspend, I give away my money, just constantly doing randomness. So to remember, it's like to be to stress, right? Okay, you got a bill come in and now I'm hustling. I got 15 days to figure this out and to remember that, and then to say, okay, bills can be on auto pay. Or I can choose whether I want to do this or not. I can choose if I want to cook or if I want to go out, having that choice is something, and then also remembering where I came from. Like, I always, I wasn't always here. People will tell you, like, I always spent, but that didn't mean I always had it. And I didn't care. I was a figured out kind of person. And that was the worst thing I could do. I, but you couldn't tell me I wasn't living. So to be from there and where I am now, and to be able to have that level of gratitude and look around and say, you know what, my life was built before I opened an academy. Um, You know, I have the love that I want. I have the relationships that I want. I am present in my children's lives. Like, that's a level of gratitude. You have to wake up every day and just look around, like, "Damn, I remember when this was a drink." Mm-hmm. So, if you can't find gratitude in that, I, I can't teach you that. But it's it's just something that happens. And if you remember where you come from, you can always appreciate where you where you've grown to. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. So, on your one of your Instagram posts, where uh, I think it was a reel, and you were kind of walking through your morning, you was making your coffee, and then you had like a little schedule of like what your day looks like. So could you tell us, Cheryl, how you start your day for success? What does it look like? I know we, we ask that question with each of our guests. A lot of them say nothing really glamorous. You know, others may say, you know, prayer, meditation. <laughs> so what do you do? Because everyone looks at um, successful people and they want to mimic them. But we have to adapt our own flow and what yeah. works. And what I love so much about that, the, how people answer that question, is that everybody is normal regular people we have mm-hmm. our own routines uh, and mm-hmm. there's no magic recipe for starting your day for success so i'm just curious how do you start your day so i wake up uh, probably consistently around 3 3 30 in the morning i can't yes, sleep that's amazing that.
1: yeah <laughs> I, can't, I can't sleep past and part of that is because my mind starts racing like i go i go to bed early first of all i can't stay up really too late um you know so i am I sleep early and I wake up, my mind starts racing. So as a creative person, like that's a a huge part of really understanding who you are is understanding how you work. So my mind starts moving at three o'clock in the morning. So it's like almost automatic by three 30, I'm awake. So I chose, I choose to get up and then I go downstairs, I'll meditate. I just sit in silence because silence gives me clarity. Like when your world is happening, your kids are up, all kinds of stuff, like you can't really focus. So I've learned to appreciate that silence. Like when nothing is moving in my house, it's still, I can watch the sunrise. Like that's a huge thing for me. Um, And then I go into like a a deep meditation. Like I sit and I, I process and I deal with whatever emotions I'm feeling. I'm honest. I let myself feel what I'm feeling. If I ain't feeling that great today, I say that, you know what I'm saying? And I move through that space. I then usually start coaching with East Coast students between 5 and 6 a.m. So it's like I have to build that out. And then I take space away from that and I go and i be a parent or, I, you know, I try to um, get my <laughs> younger one together and get her off to school and give her her time. And then I come back and I run, you know, team meetings with my local companies. I move into teaching or training or mentorship with the academy. So it's a full day. Like it's a full, full day. In entrepreneurship, like you're not laying on the beach all the time. Like that's not true. Now, can we do it? Yeah, but we're that's you can't do that all the time. Now, it's like, you know, I'm putting in probably 15, 16 hour days. So, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people like, I want that life. Do you really? Do you really want that life? So it's just a, it's a schedule. And then once it became a schedule, it became a routine. It's easy to do. It keeps me in my flow. So that's what my day looks like. And then I go to bed.
2: (laughs) Do it all over
1: again.
0: (laughs) No, that's a full day. That is a full day. So I would love to know just what are some mindset tips that you have for, you know, entrepreneurs within your first year? Because I'm within my first year and I'm telling you, it's the the ebbs and the flows, be getting to your girl.
1: (laughs) Mindset tips. Um, my biggest one is trust your process. Trust your process, trust your process. Like, I can't stress it enough, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. And I think you stress yourself out when you're trying to push something faster than what is growing. Like there's a launch phase, there's a scale phase, there's a growth phase, there's an expansion stage, it's a restructure phase. All of that is in business and it happens over and over and over again. Um, and so I think you just have to take your time. Like if you start watching the clock, you start watching your account, then you can actually focus on your business. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's probably the biggest thing. Like you, you just have to focus on it. You have to give it time to grow. Sometimes we can kill our businesses trying to move them too fast. Like you can expand really fast and then you're it's, it's a spiral because you've lost what you even started with. And now you're having to rebuild or figure this out. Just let it flow. Let it flow. Mindset tip number one. Um, like I said, gratitude is a huge thing. If you have even gotten your business launched, you're doing better than 70% of the people who attempt to be entrepreneurs. Because mm-hmm. getting to implementation stage very rarely happens. Like to, to just, and people take that for granted. Just launching your business is a huge thing like launching it, staying in there for 90 days. That's a huge thing. Like a lot of people quit before they even get it done. So be grateful for that. And then I would just say, allow your business to be a business and then you be, remain a person. So a lot of times we're so focused on like branding. I got to brand myself. I got to I gotta be the face of my business. No, actually you don't. Let your business do your business and you build a brand if that's what you want to do. So just understanding where you are in your process and what it is that you're ultimately trying to do is going to help you with those mental dynamics. we be trying to do
2: too much too fast. So Cam, who did you have to become to reach your next level of success? So wherever you are today, it wasn't who you was when you started. So who is this new version of yourself that you had to become?
1: This is, it's actually not a new version. It's the best version of myself. Mm. So I had to release the shell, right? We all come into life, adulthood, a lot of us, especially people that look like you and I, we come into this with a shell, a face, a a facade of should be, what we should be doing, how we should be doing it. And that actually holds you back. That's what I had. I, I was, I was very at times embarrassed of who I was or who I wasn't able to be because I was constantly measuring myself against other people. Was she doing that? And I need to be doing that. That wasn't my path. It's just not my path. Like my path is my path. Hers is hers. There's no way they can cross. So you do you, I'm gonna do me. Once I got to that point, I could drop all the BS. I could drop the games. I could drop the quick talk. Like I I could talk some shit. Like I, I can talk some shit. So when you get to that point and you get real honest with you, then your authentic self starts to show up. And again, those failures, like you can only keep that facade up for so long, but your world is crashing and burning. Like people are like, girl, what happened to your car? Why are y'all business? Now you got to explain that shit. Like, you know, well, it got to it. Don't You know what I'm saying? So those when you get to that place and that, you know, you got to be authentic. Like that's where I actually found the success. I tried businesses before they failed because I wasn't willing to be honest. I wasn't willing to say, well, I don't really know how to do this. You know what I'm saying? So when you get to that place where you can just drop the mask, be authentic, and it took bankruptcy, it took a divorce, it took uh, several bad dating relationships. It took, you know, some children drama, baby daddy drama. Like, it took all of that for me to take the mask off. Like, girl, <laughs> you know, we hold each other back, right? Can we just, like, leave her over there? She can't do nothing for us at this point. Let's get back in touch with who I am. And that's where I found the freedom. I was like, you know what? I just got quiet. Everything was fair. I had to move back in my mama, everything. I was so shamed. Like, girl, we was winning last year. What happened? Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, You know, it's life. And those are the things that I found, like to find that person to be able to build was my best thing. Like when you just become authentic, like, girl, I'm not that great. Don't, don't, that's why I said, don't nobody idolize Cam. Like Cam has failed so many times. You wouldn't even want this life. I'm telling you, like you would (laughs) not want it. You'd be like, girl, how do you keep coming back from that? Every time I jumped off the
2: overpass, it never worked. That's what happened. (laughs) But you know, some people like, avoid all of that they avoid and i'm a little guilty of it i'm pushing i'm, I'm better and i'm growing and i'm pushing past all the discomforts of failure fear um what could happen so i, I would like to assume that a lot of people just by just your human nature you don't want to you're, you're repelled by fear so you avoid it so people yes. never make it to the other side of it they kind of flirt right. with the idea of success and then if it gets hot in the kitchen they kind of right. retract and just you know say mm-hmm. it didn't work out or they they never get the opportunity to remove the mask and kind of live yeah. because you kind of you got to walk through the fire essentially to right. get there right yeah so that's that's really interesting and I, I just love having these type of conversations because we always idolize people like you and say she has it and I don't you know and I'm and I'm never enough and so when you come on these type of platforms and you say listen my stuff stinks too but still I rise mm-hmm. yeah. and then you talk about you know you, you didn't say how how rosy and how beautiful it is. It's a journey and it's never ending, but you still are here. And and then, so the other side of that is success. So can you share like your your greatest joy or what are you most proud of?
1: Ooh, you know what? I'm actually most proud of my children. Mm -hmm. My children are the best version of me and giving birth to them is actually my greatest win. Like it's nothing material about it. It's the fact that I can now look at little beings and see the part of me that i that I once disliked or that I once like hid from the world. Like I have a little chatty five-year-old who is like, she is, is she is who I am, had I not been beat up by the world. Had I just been able to flourish and be who I was as a child, that bright eyed story you know, child that we all come from without the world telling me, hey, you're not good enough. This just don't work for me. You know, you need to do this. She is that. And and I've come to the place where I let her be. Like, I can't always deal with her energy because I'm like, why don't we sit down and read a book? You know, but she is like, no, I am fabulous. She goes out with these Elsa shoes on that embarrass the hell out of me. She got all kind of colors on. It. And I'm like, you, you act like we live in an encampment. Like, can you please just choose something that matches? That's not her world. So for me, learning to just let her be and in watching her do her thing, I'm like, damn, that's a part of me. Like, this is who I am if I just be who I am. And that's what keeps the authenticity. And it's very proud. And with my older daughter, she was born with cerebral palsy. But when I tell you she comes from the gods, wait, let let you play with her. She will get you all the way together. And I'm like, The strength, the tenacity, like, honey, she has no shame. And there was times where I was ashamed, like, oh, my God, why is my first? Oh, don't walk like that. Don't sit down. Don't say nothing. Kalia, no problems. Like, she is like, this is who I am. And if you don't like it, move out my way. And matter of fact, move now. And to have that power in your children, and you can see that, and you can finally connect those two, like, dang, so this is who I am. I'm powerful. I'm strong. Like, this is who I am. And you can see it reflected back to you in other beings It's it's the most beautiful and successful feeling in the world. Like my children are healthy and happy. And so whatever I got to do to sacrifice, I'm good with that. If I don't get anything else that I want in this lifetime, I'm so good with that because I want them to have the things that I couldn't. So that's my biggest success. Everything else is just, you know, it, it's cool. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it's cool. But. That's my biggest success. That is my biggest joy. That is why I do all of this. And that's why I shut it down in a heartbeat if it in any way comes close to them. Mm -hmm. Wow. So first of all, as a mom, I don't even know
0: that it's like, I have a five-year-old as well, my Nyla, you know, and and her daughter. And we just connect so much because we have children, you know, that Mm -hmm. are the same age. And, um, I never think that I thought about my daughter like being a reflection of me. Well, first of all, she looked like her daddy, so
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't need to work through that, Tiara, because that was a lot of shade. That was too much shade. Let's do some wooza. feel That energy. (laughs) <laughs>
0: just like her daddy I mean one time I picked my daughter from daycare and they asked me if I was the nanny and I was like
2: okay oh no 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 now right. wait a minute is <laughs> yes. too much
1: I'll drive off and be back let's see how much right nanny, right, right let's try
2: this again <laughs> but,
0: but it's just the way that you were just talking about your children and how you know your personality just you know reflects through them it literally made me start thinking about my daughter and I was just like wow she's every bit of me, like she might look like her dad, but she's every bit of me. She has all of that, like you said, that authenticity. She wants to, you know, put herself out there. She has her own mind and everything. And sometimes I forget that, you know, our children, they don't experience what we experience. They don't understand what we understand. And mm-hmm. so our greatest source of inspiration really can and should come from them. Cause they remind us of, you know, what the world should be if mm-hmm. the world wasn't the world.
1: Right, right, right. So, And then you I also have to protect them from that, though, because mm-hmm. you know what's coming. So for me, it's right. a fine line. Like, I try to prepare them because it's like, you know, everybody's not going to like you. You understand that, right? There's just going to be people who don't like you just because. So for my five-year-old, that's very hard because she is a huge people person. She's extremely social. Mm-hmm. She's everybody is her friend. And I find myself holding back because when I was younger, my mom was honest. She's like, hey, that ain't your friend. And so I have part time with friendships as an adult. I, I'm very like, mm-hmm, I don't like your energy. Move away from me. Like, and it gives, I only give you a chance. If you breathe wrong, something about it, <laughs> gone, 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 gone. It's a protection mechanism, right? So to allow her to experience that without me putting my junk on her is very hard. So that's why I feel like it's a success. Like it, that's my hardest job is figuring out when to parent and how to parent. You know what I'm saying? Like not saying the wrong things. I don't want to crush her spirit or break it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's probably the most valuable thing that we can do is be present parents. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I just want you to speak a little bit on, you know, being a present parent and, you know, still trying to run, you know, your business or, you know, multiple businesses. Mm-hmm. I find mm-hmm. myself sometimes just dealing with a little bit of mom guilt or just parent guilt mm-hmm. feeling like I'm not being a present parent, trying to juggle you know, just all of this, like this, this is a lot, like you said, it's a journey. It's, it's a layer and it, it, it can influence, you know, your personal life as well. And you don't ever want to put yourself in a place where now you you're being ran by your business. Mm-hmm. So
1: for people well, here's who, the, yeah. here's the thing, right. Unfortunately, especially for Brown women, right. We have a lot of males that are are, quote gurus in our idea of success. And they telling us how we need to move in order to build this empire. Mm -hmm. Men have a different level of responsibility. So it's almost like we are being set up for failure, especially as black women, because we can't move like that. The reality of it is a lot of us have or are single parents. So we don't get to just be like, I'm working 20 hours a day, grinding for three years, and we going to eat. No, we don't get to do that. No, we got no. emotions. We've got our children. We have our children's emotions, right, that we have to deal with. And like you say, it's a guilt because either I'm going to abandon them or I'm going to abandon this. And so a lot of times we are pushing ourselves with what is a male-dominated you know, industry, notary is, there's a lot of men out here, right? There's a few of us women and they be we um Just keep it a hundred. We be on some BS, okay? We be on some BS because instead of telling each other, like, this is how we actually manage this. Like you say, this is how we balance it. Like, sis, it's okay. If if you're going to have to take some moments away, you're going to have to step back right? And really figure out what's important to you. So we may not get seven figures in one year because we have to stop and mom, we got to stop and take care of ourselves so we can be appropriate and present. And we have to stop. We don't get to grind all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's just not a reality for us. So I think first thing first is understand your child is going to be, or children is going to be there when the money stops, when you owe, wrinkled, and sitting in front of a window, can't remember your name. So that is my priority. Like people say, oh, you could scale it. You could do this. I could. But that means I don't get to stop and say hello to my child when she comes home from school. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's sacrifices that we as women entrepreneurs make that is not always talked about. We can't grind like that. So what I'll tell you is stop trying. Do what you can do. And then, no, you're going to be taken care of. Like when I say you're going to be taken care of in those hard times, trust that 110%. So stop trying to do what men do. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we have only men to model our businesses after. No, ma'am. We don't have the ability. We cannot do that. And it's not an intellectual ability or a physical ability. We have other responsibilities. So understanding that is going to be huge for you. Like if you feel a mom guilt, you need to shut it down. You need to shut it down for the time, for the day, whatever. Take a couple of days. Now I ain't saying quit forever. Like I don't give that. I give you one or two days to feel down on yourself and you need to be back out here grinding somehow, some way, but take care of that. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, your spirit will tell you when you're doing too much. So if you feel guilt, step away, spend time with your baby. I bring like, you'll find Mari in every one of my teaching videos, call it unprofessional, whatever you want to do, but she's going to come in here and get right here and say, hi guys. That's what it is. I have children. If you don't like it, you need to try to find somebody else. So mm-hmm. give yourself permission to be who you are. that That's what I would say to you as you're building your businesses, keep yourself in the forefront because the money comes, the money goes. You
2: can't take it with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And what type of imprint do you want to leave? Oh, I saw, so, okay, I have two questions. The mm-hmm. first question is what kind of imprint do you want to leave on the industry? Because, I mean, we evolve and transition and eventually you may want to do other things. So what imprint imprint do you want to leave on the industry? And what imprint or legacy do you want to leave overall as as Cam? Hmm. That's a big question.
1: Yeah. So the (laughs) industry is different. And I'm going to be real transparent about it. Had I known it was all this drama in this industry, I probably, I would have chose to invest my money elsewhere. It is so much drama. So it's hard to leave anything on this industry because it is so much drama, whatever you say is taken wrong. So for me, I don't even look for the industry no more. I'm I'm focused on individuals because that's the only reason I'm here. Like I've, this business is a foundational business, something that I was able to create other businesses off of and ultimately the life that I desire. So that's where my focus is. I stopped looking at the industry because the industry will take you out like it will take you out. And there's been many a days where I quit this business all the time. I was like, come mm-hmm. back to our businesses. I'm not going to keep doing this with these people. But the what I see for my students. So I just focus on my students. I focus on my academy. I focus on creating businesses, of walking you through, hand-holding you, getting you through those initial days so that ultimately you are able to run this business and take it and do whatever you want to do with it. So that's where I focus. I stop looking at the industry because the industry will take you out. Um, As a person, the only thing I want to leave a legacy on is for little brown girls who probably came into life with no idea that you could actually actualize those dreams. That's my focus. So it's like, there's a transformation process that is required. But I just want you to know, sky is the limit. Like, once you decide that this is what you're going to do and this is how you're going to do it, nobody can stop you. So the emphasis is for my girls. Do you. Shoot for whatever you want. I got you. I'll hold us down while you chase your dreams. That is the biggest thing. And I want brown girls, brown women to know, listen, it's our time. You know what I'm saying? It's been our time. We've always been in the background, kind of helping our husbands build and helping our our daddies and you know brothers. And we've just been the caretaker. And it's your time. So step into your life. Do it as big as you want to do it. Don't apologize for it under no circumstances. Let them talk let them be mad at you but you do it and you do it to the best of your ability and then you stand on what you did don't shy away you know what I'm saying a lot of times we kind of shy I don't want to be I don't want to I don't want to tell people dude once you win stand in it stand in it and dare them to take it from you so that's what I want you to know do it and do it to your level do it to your capacity do it the way you want to do it how you want to do it when you want to do it it is your time so if i have nothing else in this world, if you've never seen me again, know that stand on it and enjoy it, one hundred and ten percent. That's it, man. Stand
0: ten toes down. Say <laughs> <it. laughs> ten, ten toes. Cam, you have given us like, uh,
2: yeah,
0: just uh, you've done. You have re. Ignited a belief of self that I think started to dim out a little bit, and you was like, Nope,
1: light it up. <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 don't ever, don't ever let this is how you stop that dimming of self, right? Is don't look at anybody else to build you up because the same people that build you up today will tell you down tomorrow. So if you put your, your, your everything on somebody else. You're constantly going to be in that cycle. You have to take, I tell my students all the time, you've got to take responsibility for your business and yourself. Can't nobody do that for you. But on the other hand, just know if you are two steps ahead of where you were yesterday, you are doing fine. Like you are doing fine. Enjoy, enjoy. Let let this thing ride out and just look back in a couple of years and be like, damn, I'm glad I didn't give up you're gonna be fine you're gonna be all right yeah we have to
0: come
2: back and watch this in a couple years yeah this is good and it makes me think of this quote that i read recently it says how did it go um if you live by other people's compliments you'll die by their criticisms Hmm. And so that's why it's important like when we have those crying in the corner moments my cries are in the shower so when i'm Mm -hmm. crying in the shower nobody's there nobody's Mm -hmm. understanding oftentimes i'm not going around telling people about my pain mm-hmm. and so you know those are the moments when I have to decide what I'm made of and who I really am or, or rather remember those things so mm-hmm. that I can keep going so it's mm-hmm. just so important because there's so many valley moments you know as we mm-hmm. evolve in our businesses and, and that's mm-hmm. the part we don't know that's the part we don't hear about <laughs> no one talks about it and so it's yeah. just I respect you so much for being so transparent um like that because it, it, people feel like it's a knock on their ego or, or their brand when they're open like that. So it's just, it's, those are gems on gems on gems. Period. You just have
1: to know, like, whoever you look up to, right? We all have mentors. I have people, I still like, God, you are doing the damn thing. Like, I love, I love people to win. I love winning. I love to see it. Um, But we all are, the, you know, like, I am you, you are me. I cry in the shower all the time. Just because if I I look back at the years I lost and, you know, when I wasted time and you know what I'm saying, like you, 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 you never forget those things. And so I cry in the shower but i've also learned to cry out, out. i if it get too much i'll cry right there in my living room at this point where i used to hide that i it was how i got back in touch with my femininity which is actually pushing me forward as well so don't hide them tears like sometimes what i think we do is we hide our our pain right we hide it and there's somebody that will help you through that if you allow yourself to cry wherever you cry, if it's in front of those persons, there will be somebody that will come and hold you and hug you and, and help you move along step by step. You know what I'm saying? And that gives you the space to then create because when we are not stable, we can't create. So let that shit go. Let, let all of it go. Like this is your time. Don't hide in the shower no more. Cry wherever you want to cry and laugh wherever you want to laugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, just allow yourself to be who you are. Because typically when we hide our pain is because we're hiding from so much more and we don't realize that. And it shows up in your businesses, right? Yo, All that pain eventually creeps into that business and now it's falling apart and you're wondering why. No. Let it go. Let it go. The world needs cam. Okay, let me get p- you a cam. <laughs> let me pat my edges back in real quick. No, no, no. <laughs> They try, like, uh, yeah, I'm like, Lord, I pray every day, like, Lord, okay, so we we made a decision, we have to get up today and do this, but, you know,
2: it's, it's tough,
1: it's not easy, so yeah. y'all are doing great. Thank you. And I would love, you know, for
0: our final question to really just be you talking about exactly what you just mentioned, getting up every day and showing up for yourself, showing up for your business. So, you know, what are some tools that
1: you have in your toolkit that help you show up for yourself and for your business every day? Well, I am I don't show up for my business every day. And that's my truth. I there that. are days where I, I quit. And I'm in the bed and I'm, woe is me. I don't, I don't want it. I'm, I'm just going away from the state. The state wouldn't hire my ass. If I, they, I can't get past the questionnaire. they like, you don't do good work, girl. Go back over there and, and work with them businesses. Because, you know, the truth is, it's like, some days you just want that stability. Like, girl, just give me this paycheck and let me exist. Like, honey, this is a lot. But then you have, like you say, the majority of those days, once you get past the building is wins, right? But there's a different type of hustle. Now you got to maintain it. You got to manage this. You got to tell, you got to fire people. Like firing people is hard. You be all connected and you want to, you know, you feel so bad. Like, damn, I got to let you go. But it's not working for me. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I don't get up every day for my business. I'm not going to lie. And I give myself permission to do that. I give myself a time limit. Like we only get two days to be down on ourselves. And and we have now delegated. We have things in or tasks that my business is still run. You know, I have other people helping me. Like, so I stopped trying to do everything myself. Everybody has a role in my family. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so some days I don't get up. That's the truth. But I don't allow myself to stay there. So how do how do you get up? When it's when it's time to get up, right? So let's let's shift that question. When it's time to get up, when you're done with the the tears or whatever, it's like this. You go back and I look at a vision board. So I have my whole office wall. It's filled. It started with my my whole, my whole first failures back in 2015. And it has a timeline of everything that I wanted, the things that I've accomplished, the things that I'm still working for. And I look at them and I can look at, okay, today, this is where I'm at. So we got all of this behind us and we got this in front of us. Are you willing to let go of everything that you work for? All them pain, all them tears, the wins, everything. Are you willing to give that up today? And the answer is 90% like, hell no, like we are not going back. So baby, let me wipe these tears. Let me get a, a, you know, let me call a friend, right? Phone a friend, let me do something, but I got to get up. And if it is just sitting in front of your computer and answering emails, like you have to do something. So for me, it's the vision board. Like I keep it here. It's, It's built out. Like I can see, okay, this is where I am. Ooh, I got some more work to do. And that's how you get up. You know what I'm saying? Just the real, honest, like looking at where you come from, where you are, is how I get up every day. I'm human. I am human. Like, don't let none of this stuff fool you. I am human at the core. I don't want to do this sometimes. You know what I'm saying? so to get up is just looking at where I am, where I come from, and what more I have to do. And then again, those little girls' faces that are depending on me. I cannot die and leave my children in debt or I can't die and, and leave them and say you figure it out like I had to figure it out I don't want that for my kids you know what I'm saying I don't want my kids walking around here with $60,000 worth of student loans like baby you gonna that, that's a lot I don't want that from you so if I can't get up for me I get up for them you know what I'm saying so sometimes you got to put some contingency plans in place because for me if it were me when the son will be outside honey business who I don't answer the phone no more <laughs> why <laughs> it's like i'll figure it out in the when it's cold outside <laughs> but, you know what i'm saying Some, right. sometimes oh i'm random i have to have a schedule like okay so we we need to do this today
0: yeah that's good that's really good cam can i tell you that so i i follow you of course mm-hmm. i watch your reels of course i'll be hopping mm-hmm. on your lives when your lives is up and I think what really kind of uh gravitated me towards you was you just so authentic. You're so mm-hmm. authentic and you know, like you say, you talk about the goods and you talk about the bads and <clears throat> you do it so gracefully. Like maybe you don't feel that way, but I feel that way, you know, as she
1: someone <laughs> <laughs> who I don't, cause you know what? I have always been the inappropriate friend. I am the friend that I say the wrong thing at the wrong time. I overshare, I cuss. You know, I'm the inappropriate friend. So to hear that, I'm like,' girl, oh, cause I have to delete a lot of stuff. like, Mm-mm, can't say that. That's I
2: think delete. I think a better way of expressing it is you' you're like you are perfectly imperfect.
1: I today that, I think know, that's what everybody come to tea and, and, and when I'm I mean okay.
2: by perfectly imperfect is like, you show up as your best self and your best self doesn't mean the whole superficial crap yeah yeah where whoever you are wherever you are whatever your experience is is what is what you're willing to express and I'm sure you weren't always that way it takes time to become to live in your fullness so I think that's what draws people to you yes yeah
1: I wasn't I wasn't I was I was you know I was I was born by you know the digni the dignified ladies. We don't say this. We don't do that. We carry ourselves this way, and so it took a lot to take the to yeah. take the mask and the all that off and just be like, "This is who I am." Y'all yeah. see, I get on the internet, it hair be a mess. Now could I find some wax to lay down? Yeah, but I I'm not right now. I got something to say, That's and my right. granny I always be like, "Girl, you know we comb we comb our hair. I know, but today this is who <laughs> I am. You know." I, everybody laugh i'm serious i look homeless most of the time y'all oh man yes well
0: you know <clears throat> you don't be looking homeless child you look like you all in your natural glory the hair grow how it grow and beautiful
2: yes absolutely
0: period <laughs> But mm-hmm. yeah, I would love you for you to share, you know, where the people can find you a little bit about the Apostle Academy, how they can connect with you. I know I need to get on my
1: ish and- No, don't to- start. Don't start. No. Don't you even don't- start. Because you know I'm gonna a region fulfilled, but that's for another day, another time. But- <laughs> I do, I need to stop praying. <laughs> you, and- you still got January, okay? You got January. But um, no, for real though, honestly, you guys- um, the Apostle, at the Apostle Academy, Instagram, uh, Um My, what used to be my personal page is at the Apostle Millionaire. Um, and I just, I want, I want, and I, and I want to explain that handle because I've been getting a little backlash about that. Let me say this. It is, it is, it is, it is. I want you to know every single day what your life can be. So it, it, it's it's not to be on you know, no kind of hype. It literally came from the title of my book, which Tiger Toledo actually named. And because I would have never, my granny would have killed me. She was like, e-
2: <laughs> e- no,
1: no, but you know, it, this is live. It's like, okay, we got to stop hiding behind it. But um, so that was the thing. And then Corinne actually was like, you know what, Cal- I think you need to lean fully into this. So I credit those two individuals. But I had to explain that because I get a little backlash about that. And, you know, people be trying to come for me like, you know, I don't want to be famous, girl. I didn't ask you that. But anyhow, back to what we're doing. academy at the Apostle Billionaire um, at the Apostle Academy is where you can find us. Um, My academy is, it it has been a, a process for me this year. So we started, we actually launched it in April. Um, And in this, these, this seven, eight months, I've actually just had to kind of figure out what I wanted to do with it. And so at this point, we are running a 16 week program. So I've tried different levels and it just wasn't working for people. Like they weren't able to implement. So we run a 16 week program. um, And during that time, you basically launch and you learn. So we run through the process, um, the whys, like, a lot of people know how to do it right but they don't understand why they're doing it so therefore you can't sell the service and it, it's just like a a, a, a a domino effect so i found that this was the best um transformation is huge in the apostle academy so a lot of times people think oh you just i don't need 16 weeks to learn about apostles no we need 16 weeks to transform your mindset so you can actually run a business okay <laughs> so That's what we're doing, but you know, so it's just a process and really being able to support you guys in those first days and restructuring and relaunching and, you know, really helping people to understand this is how you need to look at it. And this is what we're doing. So we run those, we open that class about every month. um, And basically I take a group of students, we work them into launch phase, and then I can start with more. So that Academy is closed to open enrollment. It is by application only. And that is for a couple reasons. One, I need serious people. You cannot come and waste my time. I am stepping away from my local businesses to do that. And so therefore, I'm cutting my bag. So therefore, you need to take this seriously. So I found limiting the students, interviewing like us, making sure we work together. That is all necessary for us to get to where you need to be. And I actually am very happy with that. So. Um, In 2023, uh, we are actually moving into the Postel Academy expansion series. So 2022, we worked on just launching businesses, right? Let's work in your locale. Let's get that working. Expansion, expansion is where the nice money comes in. So we are going 2023, we expanding our businesses. So y'all need to get in, okay? It's time for you to go. If you've been watching, you've been waiting, the price is not coming down. it's, It's not. It's going up, Okay. So don't wait for it to come down because I'll take my students. Listen, that's why I'll be working with them people. I'm like, listen, y'all gonna get to this money because I'm gonna average y'all wins over 30 days and that's the new price. And I
2: need 10 racks well, I for
1: love- all of this,
2: okay? So. <laughs> I know that's right. So so last question, because I know we're wrapping it up. Um, yep, yep. What is an ideal student? Because everybody loves Cam. If if somebody hops on Everybody your live, love they Cam. love don't you. Tell that lie. Yes, they do. Somebody
1: yes. they, that they lie. love not tell
2: what they listen, they love what they hate too. <laughs> is, so I'm good with that. I'm just being
1: I'm being funny, y'all.
2: Don't you know we I so, have so people are just drawn form. to you, but they don't mm-hmm. always know their role. And I'm just not speaking of people, even me. I have been in different training programs and I'm drawn to the, the teacher, and uh-huh. then I get in there and I'm uh-huh. not sure. If, if, if the teacher's giving me what I need, but I, I'm learning in so mm-hmm. many rooms that I have to deliver to as the student. Mm-hmm. So what's an mm-hmm. ideal student for your program? You know what? I don't have a hard ideal
1: student. I could tell you what is not. You know what I'm saying? Because- I feel like everybody comes to be in a different space. And so there's not like you have to be in one specific space or you have to be earning this or that. I, I mm-hmm. what we do is is how I do this is we have an initial call. I first figure out where you are, where are you trying to get to, and then I'll tell you in that call if I can help you or not. I'm not gonna just take it much. Like it's either oh, okay, that's not my lane. Um, or you know, I don't know that we'll work where together just based on the dynamics, you know what I'm saying? Because when we're working together, like we have, you got to trust me. I got to trust you. Like, so if, if it's not there, it's not there. Um, so I wouldn't say there is, I, I would say, I'll take that back. An ideal student is somebody who wants it and you know why you want it. Like, and if you come into the academy, you're not exactly sure I can help you with that. And that's what we spend our time doing. Like we have conversations, and one of the first times when we sit down one-to-one, I'm asked you to tell me about the person behind your business, because she or he is going to show up in that business, 110%. And I don't want y'all talking about Camden, that shit, how it didn't work. Yes, it do. You in the way. So we need to talk to whoever that is behind the business so we can get them together, and then we can move forward. So- you know what I'm saying? Like, I need you to be open. You have to be open to this process. Like so many people can, I just need the marketing portion. Okay. And, and I just know we're not going to work well together because if you, if that's all we needed, you wouldn't be here. And let's just be honest. Like I, I can't force you to see this my way. I'm not here to do so, but I need you to be open to the process. I need you to trust that I have put my name, my money, and my reputation on you as a student. So I'm not about to play with you, and you're not gonna play with me either. So if you don't want it, I, I have dismissed people. If you want to do it your way, I thank you. I wish you well, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart, but I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. Like I don't have to. So you are this is your business. I'm gonna give you the lead. I'm not gonna tell you, you know, you have to do this and that. But you tell me what we're doing and then I'm going to tell you how we can do it. And you tell me what works for you. So being open, being ready, like I need you to implement. I need you saying, okay, if I give you an assignment, I need that assignment done because now we hold, you holding everybody up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we don't have two years to get this off the the ground. It's like, boom, 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 boom. And then you can sit back and watch the money flow and then we can perfect your process. So you cannot be imperfectionist because I am not that. Um, just be open to the process, be ready to work and then have a direction. Like you don't have to have it all figured out, but I need to know what we're working towards. You know what I'm saying? Cause my life is my life. It's not for you. So I need to know where we're going with this. So it's, it's just been a process. This has been a beautiful ride. I love teaching, but I have quit many days. <laughs> many days. <laughs> so just, just be ready to work. That's it
0: that's it well thank you so much for your time Cam. you done awesome. listen i'm gonna watch i'm gonna like watch this back and just be like wow because i felt that in the moment so i know yeah. like watching it back i'm gonna be like like i'm gonna go back like she better go off and, and you did what what i don't i don't
1: get it like people turn out i'm like it's just I, I don't get it i'm like I mean, I don't get it. Like, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just telling the truth. Like, that's all I have for you is the truth. But like you said, it's so much BS out
0: here that when we get the truth, it's a light. And then now you're getting more attracted to that light and you see how it grows brighter because of your truth. So don't underestimate that.
2: Just want to throw that out. You put it, that's a good way to put it. Like, it's, it's a light that we don't see often and it's just natural for you. That's it. (laughs) are like dope. I love. <laughs> this is actually very dope.
0: Yes. Well, we thank you so much. Like I said, for spending your time with us, having this conversation, opening
2: up the door. Uh, Corinne, you got any last words? Nope. Just I'm just super grateful. This was an amazing uh, session that we had together. The different topics we covered. We love seeing you and your and all your authentic self is so inspiring to people. Um, and I think. This is probably someone's gonna watch this and it's gonna unlock a new level in their minds of what is possible because you say mm-hmm. things so authentically and it speaks directly to a person. So thank you so much, Cam.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, Corinne. I am so proud of you. Like I see you in a different light. Like Corinne is in my academy and I see you differently today. Like I well, this thank is you. The, I need her every day. Okay. <laughs> you need <laughs> you needed to show up in my business. <laughs> Yes, I need her all the time. Okay, mm-hmm. I need this level of comfort and peace. I love it. But you, thank are, you, Cam. I'm, I'm very, very proud of you. Like I've watched you since we worked together. And I'm oh
2: like, okay, so since we've been transparent, our very first session, she, like she said, she wants to know who's behind the the business, and don't I cry it. like a baby. So she is the real deal, y'all. So if you're not serious, don't don't sign up. <laughs> That's what? but I
1: am, I'm so very, very proud of you. Like you, you're doing amazing. You're doing amazing. Thank you so
2: much.
1: Thank you. may You keep me, you got me coming back for another year because y'all know I'll quit every other day. I'm like, I'm done.
0: (laughs) We need you, we need you. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, You know, check in every week, Every Womanomics Wednesday. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe and share with a friend who needs this message today
1: yeah bye y'all All right sure so, bye-bye podcast hominomics is podcast
2: hominomics right, podcast hominomics podcast hominomics right, podcast, podcast. Mind,